0: To do? Welcome to Razor Branding Podcast with Jackie Russo. To learn more about how to improve your brand, visit BrandRusso.com. Hi, this is Jackie Russo. And today we're going to talk about this new normal, the world that we now live in that is so different from the one a month ago, or even three weeks ago, or two weeks ago. Depending on where you live, it may be a whole new normal this week. Welcome to the club now. Our first concern obviously is going to be with the health and wellness of everyone in your life, in your world, your neighborhood, your city, your state, our entire globe. But immediately after that, we have to think about how this affects our economy. How is this pandemic affecting our businesses and the way we do business? So today, I'm going to walk you through some things that I think are going to help you help your team, help you run your business better, help them be more productive and more efficient and more effective. And hopefully, if we do it right, we'll all come out of this on the other side better, stronger, more efficient, more profitable. Well, heck, right now, I would just like to come out on the other side of this, right? So bear with me. I'll go through some great options, some things that you probably have already considered, and some things you might not have even thought about yet. And let's see if we can tackle this new world and these new challenges together, figure out how you can make the most of it, and really utilize these tips to help your team. Because they're scared and it's new to them and they're not sure how to tackle it and what to do. So, this list might be exactly what they're looking for. The first thing I want you to think about is being at work. Sure, physically, you're not sitting in your office like you have been, or on the floor, or in the shop, or wherever it is you usually go. Now you're in a kitchen, or a bedroom, or a study, or a den, or a back deck. Wherever you physically might be, you need to set that up as your office and make that your office every day. It's a dedicated space that says, this is my office. That way you can make sure it's set up the way you need it to be. It has the technology that you need. It has the tools that you need. The lighting is right for Zoom calls or any online interaction you might have. It's quiet. And people know, well, the rest of the people in your house at least, that when you're in that space, you're at work. It'll be easier for them to respect the space if you respect the space. While we're on the subject of respecting the space, The next point is keep regularly scheduled hours. If you're going to work from eight to five, work from eight to five. That's your work time. Don't work after that. Don't work before that. And don't do the laundry during it. Make sure your time is work time versus personal time. The less you blend those lines, the more you're going to be able to do work when you're at work and then disconnect from that and have some healthy time away from work. That's going to be really important. If you have been on social media at all in the past few weeks, you've probably seen the videos of people who have accidentally forgotten that they were on the video Zoom call and have taken their office meeting into the restroom with them and into the closet as they changed clothes. Maybe it was no clothes Monday, so they completely were unclothed for that work meeting. All of them seemingly not realizing the camera was on. So the first thing I'm going to suggest when we talk about making work work and dedicating your space and setting hours, for gosh sakes, man, get dressed. Put on work clothes. Now, if you've been watching any morning TV and you've seen the newscasters broadcasting from their houses or late night TV, same thing, you'll notice that sometimes they may be business on the top and party on the bottom. The top half is coat and tie and the bottom half is shorts and sandals. As long as you're having some semblance of a work uniform, Now, for us at our office, we're a t-shirt and jeans kind of company, so we dress this way seven days a week, 365 days a year. It's not that different for us. But for the rest of you coat and tie types, this might be really weird, and the thought of putting on a coat and tie to go sit at the kitchen table might seem a little bit of a disconnect, but you want to treat work like work. So however you're going to dress for this new work environment, actually get up and get dressed every day. You want to work into your workday some scheduled breaks. lunch break. Coffee break in the morning, little break in the afternoon. Do what you normally do during breaks at the office. Do you get up and walk to the other side of the building? Do you walk across the street to go grab lunch? Do you walk around the block just to get some fresh air? Whatever you normally do, do that. Build those breaks in for truly the mental and physical disconnect from what you've been doing. It will help you be more productive when you get back, it'll help you stay on a similar work like schedule. And it'll just be healthier overall. You wanna make sure you have some ground rules too. So, when you think about the work that you're doing, are you going to check email at 8 p.m.? Are you going to change the laundry in between conference calls? See the point above? Whatever you might be doing, make sure you've set those ground rules because it'll be easier for you to follow the rules, your office to follow the rules, and the other people that habitate in your house to follow the rules. Because they should know then that when you're in that space, you're at work, it's during work time, which means they're not interrupting, you're not walking the dog, you're not offering help with math homework, you're at work, they're at school, whatever that difference might be. Another thing you want to consider in terms of keeping your workday work-like is company culture. Whatever your company is normally like, it should continue to be like that. You're not throwing your company culture out the window Just because you're all working in different locations now. If your company's big enough and you've always had multiple locations, just think of yourself as now working at a new office, new address, same company culture. So try to replicate that culture in whatever way that might be. If you have a very formal office culture, you need to reflect that in your home environment. If you have a very casual one, proceed accordingly as long as you're clothed. Last but not least, when it comes to being at work, you wanna still have your water, cooler, Chit chat time. Make sure that you're still connecting with your coworkers. You're still exchanging maybe a little bit of gossip or discussions on what happened on Grey's Anatomy last night or whatever it might be. Stay connected with your peers in the casual, friendly environment you've come to know and love. They're all going through the same new, uncharted territory that you are. So make sure you all stay connected in that way. Make time for that water cooler chit chat and those discussions and the more casual side of your working relationships. If you're missing your work wife or work husband, they're missing you too. Check in with them, stay connected with them, not just in the formal meetings that you're having every day as part of your work, but in the casual time. That way, you'll still get that nourishment that you need and the human connection that you're still craving. Next up, once you've established your workspace, your schedule, all of those pieces, you'll need to figure out your technology. This has its own section because of how very important it is. So one of the first things you want to make sure you have all the pieces of tech you need, your laptop or desktop, your webcam, your headphones, your VPN connection, your server access, your high-speed internet connection, all of those technical things that your IT people tell you all the time and you tune out, now they're the king. Literally, IT and healthcare have taken over the world. We're at all of their mercy. So check in with your IT company. Make sure you have all the property security in place, all the proper settings in place. Sit down in your new workspace with your webcam on. Test your camera settings. How's the lighting? I've been on a lot of Zoom and WebEx meetings where the lamp is behind the head so you can't see the face. That's really weird. Or there's this angle where I'm getting a whole lot of neck, but not a lot of eyes or mouths. That's really weird. So put on your webcam and adjust, figure out what the angle should be, what the height should be, where your chair should be, what's behind you. I love watching the newscasters broadcasting from their houses, right? Now, you know, they didn't have that bookshelf with that beautifully curated set of books behind them on that wall a month ago. That is newly installed with the plant on one side and the tchotchkes on the other. They've made sure that it looks good. And that's what you want to do too. Consider your background, your lighting, your entire environment, and the comfort of where you're sitting, because you're going to be on a lot of these video calls. Make sure it's a place where you can sit or stand for hours at a time. And if you had a standing desk at your old office, you know, that place you used to go to every day before your office just became a walk across the house, well, you might want to still have a standing desk. You can rig something up in your kitchen or your dining room accordingly. If you have a treadmill, hook it up. Give yourself a chance to still be in a similar environment. So now you have to adjust the camera angle and the lighting and the background again, because you still want to make sure it looks good on camera. You want to be seen, have the light shining on you. And the backdrop, if you're in a small cramped apartment or your house isn't modeled the way you want it to be, okay, looking at some of the features that Zoom has, for example, you can have a virtual background. And if you go to our blog, we've got a link to some backgrounds that you can download and use. These are great things. (laughs) A couple of them are from the office TV show that makes it look like in your house, you're sitting in their office in Scranton, Pennsylvania. They make me laugh. So grab some of those and utilize them. It will really help you, I think, set the tone and the mood for where you are. Speaking of meeting software, you won't get to use the same one every time probably. Your clients might have some, your office might have another, this client might prefer a different one. So be adaptable. Get familiar with all of them, whether it's WebEx or FaceTime or Zoom or the plethora of others. Go ahead and download the software, desktop and phone. Test it out. Make sure you know how it works. The mute is in different places on each one of them. Enabling the video is different. The settings are different. If you have a high-speed connection, go to the HD video because it's going to look nicer. Get familiar with those. And if you're uncomfortable or unsure of how to work those softwares, go to YouTube. There's a video for everything. And if you want to just Google, how do I use Zoom? You will find hundreds of tutorials and people walking you through. Don't get overwhelmed. Just grab the first one. Watch it. If it answers your question, done. If it doesn't, go to the second one. Watch it. It should answer your questions. At the end of the day, you need to become an expert on something you've never used before. That is uncomfortable on top of a whole lot of uncomfortable that we're all going through. But the more comfortable you get with it, the better you'll be at using it and the better the overall experience is going to be. Last but not least, once you've got everything set up, you know how to access your server, you're utilizing the Google Docs, if that's how you're going to share information with the other people on your team you're ready to roll. Now you have to start testing. Test your tech, test your mute button, test your backgrounds, test your lighting, test the comfort of your chair, test, test, test until you feel like you have found a solution that really is going to work for you for the next couple of weeks, months. Who knows? You may like working from home so much. Your company may like it so much. This becomes a regular part of how you operate. So make sure you're comfortable in how you operate. Next up, professional development. We don't want to let these things go. You've got probably a little bit more free time on your hands than you did before. Utilize it. Grow through it. Let it help you get better at your job. Starting with some podcasts. If you're not already a subscriber to our Razor Branding Podcast, please sign up now and hey, give us a five-star rating while you're at it. Thanks. Really appreciate that. This is a list, and if you go to the blog, you can see it, of different podcasts that Ad Age recommends. It's a nice blend between advertising podcasts and just lifestyle, personal, and professional development podcasts. Check them out and see what you think. Last but not least, one of the fun ones that I enjoy on a regular basis is Armchair Expert. It's headed up by Dax Shepard, and also probably better known as Kristen Bell's husband, and it's hysterical. He interviews Celebrities and people who are experts in their area that you might like hearing. It's not going to be as much professional development as it is a way to just check out for a little while, but hopefully you'll enjoy it. You need to be reading books. Stay a lifelong learner. Don't let this take away your opportunity to grow. So here are a few books that you might want to check out while you've got some time Radical Candor, great book. I think you're going to love it. Start with why. That will really prepare you to dig into your business with why you do what you do and how you can be doing it even better. Atomic habits, because we're all changing our habits right now, so it's definitely time to figure out how to build better habits. And influence, the psychology of persuasion. You can get these on Audible book. You can physically read them. You can download them, read them on your iPad. Whatever form works best for you, wherever you're going to actually read in what location, backyard, front porch, wherever it might be, make sure you're making time to continue to build your brain and develop your profession. You also might want to check out some new blogs that you can subscribe to. If you're not already subscribing to the Razor Branding blog, please do that now. You'll get the updates every week. Whether you're a reader, get the blog, or a listener, get the podcast, you're covered either way. CopyBlogger has an excellent blog that will help you really learn what's happening on the content creation side and figuring out how to be a better deliverer of your own information. HubSpot has an awesome blog that'll help you with your website and making sure you get the most out of your CRM. Seth Godin's blog always makes me think and makes me really dig a little deeper in how I do my job. And then Fast Company, sure they're a magazine, but they've also got a blog that's really great for building business. While we're on the subject of professional development, What kind of online classes are you taking right now? You're set up for an online life like never before. You've got a little bit more free time than you used to. You know this is going to end eventually and we're all going to get back to work and whatever the new normal is. Sounds like a perfect time to be taking some online classes. Continue to hone your skills. Continue to develop your profession. Ultimately, and if you don't do any of the other things on this list, I hope you do this one because this is honestly the most important one stay positive. We are all in this together. Everybody is scared. We're all adapting to this weird new normal. So you can crawl into the cave and get this avalanche of news and social media and negative scary stuff that just weighs you down. Or you can filter some of that out Stay tuned into what's going on because you need to know when we have to shelter in place, stay at home, we can go to the grocery store, those kinds of things. But otherwise, tune the bulk of it out and find the positives in what's happening in your life. Are you able to spend more time with family than ever before? Are you able to slow down your pace, take care of household projects that have been long neglected, reconnect with yourself, your family, embrace technology in a way you've never done before? There's got to be some kind of positive in this for you. So other than keeping everyone healthy and alive, that's obviously the biggest thing. After that, find the positives where you can. How can you grow through this? How will you adapt, improve, and prepare for what's next? That has to be what you focus on. I hope this episode has been helpful. I hope you've gained some knowledge from it. If you've got questions or suggestions or comments or tips, You know where to get me, Jackie at brandrusso.com and at Jackie Russo on Twitter. And it's spelled weird, J-A-C-I-R-U-S-S-O. I I always appreciate the feedback that people give me after these episodes because it allows me to answer questions next time or grow in a new direction myself. So feel free to send your thoughts and I hope you're staying healthy and we're going to get through this together. day is